Welcome to the JVB Health and Wellness Podcast. On today's podcast, we discuss a number of topics, including but not limited to, we talked to Dwayne, who is a professional football player who started following the program a few months ago. We talk about a recent football showcase he did, as well as how he's been doing against the program, as well as where he's had some challenges. Secondly, we discuss a few different studies that talk about different ways to be healthy. There is one that we talk about that says that people that do the following five things consistent and regularly live an average of 10 years longer than those that don't. Those are exercise, eat well, maintain a healthy body weight, don't drink alcohol excessively, and don't smoke. We talk about a few other studies of things to think about, and we also discuss movement. Now, I want to dig in a little deeper on this 2018 Harvard study that says that there are five keys to a longer life and there's five different things that we can do to be healthier. Just to give a little more detail here, it popped up on my screen recently and it's very true today as it was in 2018. Researchers from Harvard had a huge study. They had um, a huge number of people over a very long period of time. They had over 78,000 women and followed them from 1980 to 2014. They had over 40,000 men and followed them from 1986 to 2014. So they had 120,000 participants overall, 34 years of data for women, and 28 years of data for men. The research looked at the data on diet, physical activity, body weight, smoking, and alcohol consumption that had been collected from regularly administered validated questions. They chose these five areas because prior studies have, studies have shown that these five areas have a large impact on the risk of premature death. So here's how they define these, which I think is pretty interesting. So first, healthy diet. They calculated it and rated it based on the reported intake of healthy foods like vegetables, fruits, nuts, whole grains, healthy fats, and omega-3 fatty acids, and on, and on healthy foods like red and processed meats, sugar-sweetened beverages, trans fat, and sodium. The second thing they looked at was healthy physical activity level, which they measured as at at least 30 minutes per day of moderate to vigorous activity. So at least 30 minutes per day of moderate to vigorous activity daily. Next, they looked at a healthy body weight and they defined that uh, using a BMI or a body mass index of 18.5 to 24.5. Next, smoking. Well, they said there's no healthy amount of smoking. Healthy here meant never having smoked. And five, moderate alcohol intake, which is measured at between five and 15 grams per day for women and five to 30 grams per day for men. So generally, I'm gonna say that again, five to 15 grams per day for women, five to 30 grams per day for men. Generally, one drink contains about 14 grams of pure alcohol. That's 12 ounces of regular beer, five ounces of wine, or 1.5 ounces of distilled spirits. So when you do the math, it really means one day a drink for women, two day a drink for men. That's consistent with the research I've done all over the place, as well as the grading if you happen to report your alcohol consumption on my app that we use. Um, And it's less for women, it has to do with uh, water in the body and the way the body is configured. Um, They also looked at data on ethnicity, medication use, as well as comparison data from National Health and Nutritional Examination Surveys and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So it's interesting because then they say, does a healthy lifestyle make a difference? As it turns out, healthy habits make a big difference. According to this analysis, people who met criteria for all five habits, 
enjoyed significantly, impressively longer lives than those had, that had none. So 14 years for women and 12 years for men, if they had these habits at the age of 50. People who had none of these habits were far more likely to die prematurely from cancer or cardiovascular disease. So if you had all five, 14 years for women, 12 years for men at the age of 50, and if you didn't have them, you have a much higher risk of death earlier. They also calculated life expectancy by how many of these five healthy habits people had. Just one healthy habit, and it didn't matter which one, just one extended life expectancy by two years in men and women. Not surprisingly, the more healthy habits people had, the longer their lifespan. This is one of those situations where it's extremely impressive and hard to ignore. So I just want to give you that extra color. Now we're going to get into talking about a number of different topics. This is one of them. We don't spend a lot of time on it. Enjoy. Dwayne, how are we doing? So Dwayne got to go down to a football, professional football showcase in Dallas last week. He's a professional football player. Let's hear about it, Dwayne. How did you do? And I'm most interested in hearing you talk about your experience and how that went. And then secondarily, that's the most important thing. Secondarily, I'm interested in hearing you talk about how did you do? Because you had been following the program for a while. You had lost a bunch yeah. of weight. I think you lost 19 or 20 pounds. You're down to 325. But yeah. even before me, you started at 360. So 325 is a much better number for you. I know you wanted to get down to your plane weight in college at 305. But when we travel, it is much harder. And so I'm interested in that whole thing. So I'm going to pass it to you. How'd it go? Uh, hey, everybody doing? Uh, yeah, Jim, uh, like I said, uh, well, like I said, you know, go down there, eat habits. You know, you want to stay, um, you know, clean and good how you've been eating. But um, for the showcase, they had, you know, food planned for us. So we had good, you know, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, Catering food, but it was healthy food for us. Like I said, they don't want no bad food for us. You know, we got to perform. So every food for us they had was catered stuff. So you, every meal you were able to get catered food for the for the yeah. three days you were there three days. Is that right? Four days? Yeah, like three days. Yeah, they had food catered for us, so we had to really order out bad food. So what'd you get? What'd you eat? They had like you know like baked chicken, you know a lot of vegetables, stuff like that. Um, how about breakfast? They have some oatmeal and some fruits. Oh uh, yeah, actually they did. I had some. Uh, I asked. I said, "Yeah, have any oatmeal and fruits?" Because he said, "I'm on my, uh, you know, my um, basically, you know, eating habits. You know, the, uh, oatmeal and stuff like that. I had no flex cheese, nothing like that." So <laughs> you were able to eat. You were able to eat oatmeal and fruits every day. You were down there. Yes. Great. What about this? Now, this is this is different level. Um, I usually bring some ground flaxseed with me. I put it in a little baggie. It looks like a little heroin or something. And uh, <laughs> I'll start to spray it on my oatmeal and my fruit when I'm traveling. Um, did you bring that to bring the ground flaxseed? No, I ain't been on flaxseed. No, All I right. That's the next level. Mind. That's like advanced level <laughs> stuff there, dude. <laughs> no, but uh, performance, performance wise, I felt in great shape, you know, out to the point that I was able to last you know, the whole game without, you know, really fatigue is that uh, different than in, is that different than last season before covid uh yes condition wise is well way better you know uh you know than my previous year you know years when um like i said i was performing was way like way better i would say in my opinion of me playing um since you know me being with you then you know in my previous years i've been on my own so uh yeah, but the event in total was great. Uh, you know, I met a lot of good people. You know, I talked a lot of couple of So 
I'm happy to hear that uh, because you have been working very hard for the last almost three months now in order to get your cardio fitness up too. I remember we started, you'd said you'd never done an hour on, a, on a, any device in your life. Never. And you were, you were, you were doing an hour, you were doing three a days. You were doing, you usually do elliptical to warm up, you do your strength and you were doing an hour of treadmill every day. Yeah. And so I'm happy to hear that you felt that way. Did it translate into anybody else noticing that you had did, you know, improved cardio and do you hear anything from people about it? Um, condition wise, like I said, uh, it was my, uh, my agent, Brandy, she was there. I know she noticed for sure. I lost weight. He said, Oh my God, he looks smaller than before. I was like, <laughs> I said, yeah, you know, uh, you know, Jim and stuff like that, you know, gave me right. You know, who, who was that? Was that Andrew, Andrea or who was your agent that was there? Uh, Brandy. Brandy. She's the one that owns that company, right? Yes. Great. Did you see Andrea too, or just Brandy? Uh, no, Andrea, she couldn't make it to the, uh, Texas. So she said you look a lot smaller. Did she make any other comments? I'm so happy to hear that she noticed. Did she make any other comments? <laughs> um, no, nah, pretty much just me being smaller than last time you see me. So that's, that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> how did it make you feel when, or how, how did it make you feel when she said that? Actually, it felt good. I mean, it worked. You know, the program I'm following from you is working. So, um, so that's, that's a plus. <laughs> great, great. And the purpose of the showcase was what? Uh, basically, to you know, to get more exposure through scouts, you know, NFL, CFL scouts. Uh, you know, just get get my name out there more. It was, it was also a symposium, so uh, you know, just give us you know the background of business of football and basically how to market yourself. So it's like a whole different thing of you know your whole aspect of the business side of football. Type yep. Thing. Yeah. So. And any any follow up from anybody yet? Or do you expect any follow up or not so much? Uh, like I said, I hope, hope I do. If not, like I said, I leave next month anyway for my uh, camp for arena. When so, do you leave? Uh, I leave April 25th. OK. The, and the up, season, so. the season has not been pushed farther out. Right. It's already been a month. Right. Yes. Uh, so our first game is May 15th. So we have reported 25th April. And are they going to have catering breakfast, lunch and dinner for you when you go out there? Uh, they say yes that I know of, but you know, I'm still, you know, make, make my food run and stuff, you know, to get my, you know, usual stuff. Yeah. And, 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 and when you do go out, I would, I would bring flaxseed with you. Just, it's funny. How did you feel when you ate the oatmeal and the fruit, but you didn't have the flaxseed in there for those three days? Did it feel different or weird? Yeah. Cause I, you know, I would usually, you know, I would put my flaxseeds and stuff in it, you know, and cinnamon and stuff. So me not having it, I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. So when you get out there, since you're going to be living out there for a while, you can put yourself in there. The goal is to plan and think about how can I get my food when I'm living somewhere else, when I'm traveling to be the same, essentially the same as what I'm having when I'm home. Right. So you bring some flaxseed. You know, I bring a little bag of oatmeal, but you could just make sure they have oatmeal. I always ask them wherever I am. Hey, you cook this in water, right? You know, cook this in uh, milk. You want it water if possible. And yeah. then, you know, you bring as you know, many snacks as you can and you go do some shopping. You're going to be in a dorm or apartment. What are you going to be in there? Yeah, yeah, apartment. So we all got an um, apartment for us. So I'll be having, you know, assets of kitchen and stuff like that. So you have roommates uh, or by yourself? Um, this apartment style. So it might be two to a house or three. Yeah. Three okay. to max, but mostly two. 
Yeah. The other thing I do a lot of when I travel, you know, hotels is it can be really hard eating, you know, out and everything. But if you have catered food and you have vegetables and you have healthy meats or you have healthy potatoes, sweet potatoes, I think it's pretty easy. But I usually go to a Whole Foods yeah. and I grab a couple sweet potatoes or potatoes. And then I know I always can. I always have a microwave wherever I stay. So I always can just heat those up in the microwave and I can always then just cut those up on the countertop somewhere. I might have to go down to the restaurant uh, or, or get some plastic stuff at uh, utensils at Whole Foods or wherever I buy those things. And I always have those there. So I usually have in my room uh, potatoes and sweet potatoes and avocados, you know, and and maybe I'll buy a can of beans or something because usually there's a fridge in the room too. And then if I can have those three things, I'm pretty happy. And I usually buy some fruit, like some bananas or other stuff that I can just keep in the fridge and eat. And I know then at least when I'm traveling, I'm going to have some healthy food. Yeah. Like I said, but I think I have markets and stuff like this. So I think it's a Walmart I do too, if I'm mistaken. So like I said, the first chance I get, I'm going to go there, you know, and get everything, you know, situated the first day. So I have everything. So. Okay. And how's your transition back, Ben, since you got back? Are you still on the same pro? Are you trying to do the same program you were doing before? Have you changed it? No, nah, I'm pretty much, uh, you know, I'm still doing my old mail, you know, old mail plus five plus four. Um, I'm still doing the, uh, the, uh, the veggie stir fry, but if I do, I probably once in a while I probably add like like a turkey, like uh-huh. a roasted a roasted turkey, uh, and mix it in there. If not, that's pretty much you know it really. When you say turkey, are you talking about turkey slices, like cut up no, no, slices? Well, well, I mean, well, um, like a or- like a roast. I mean, uh, like I'm a roast. I mean, I'm a turkey. I'm a like- roast, whatever, and um, uh-huh. I mix it in there with that. Uh, but other than that, you know, I don't really add you know meat to it. But if I do. It'd be something like that for the um, yeah. most part. Okay. And how about your workouts? Are you still trying to do your, I saw you doing the elliptical a lot and I saw you doing your strength. Are you doing the treadmill still? Uh, yes. Uh, well, I said I did the treadmill yesterday. I did it. No, today. Oh, uh, yes. I did it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of time, if, if I'm just doing the treadmill for the, that day, it probably could, I probably could do the work and I couldn't, you know, get the hour in on the, uh, on a treadmill, I should at least do like a uh, 30 minutes of elliptical to get the heart rate up, you good. know, get a good sweat going. At least uh, if, I'm, if I'm doing an uh, hour for the treadmill. Okay. And have you gotten outside to do a, a brisk walk or a jog outside on a track yet so we can measure your VO2 max? Oh, uh, no, not yet. Because um, basically, like I said, we're just late for the past since I've been back. At least, at least, at least if I can't get outside, I'll at least try to, you know, get like 30 minutes, like I said, elliptical and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, just just try over the next week or two to get outside on the track a couple times. I'd like you to start an outdoor run on your watch, and so we can measure your VO2 max. I'd like to see what it is. Okay. Um, you know, there's all kinds of reasons why I want to see what it is, and then we we can talk about it on one of these future ones. Okay. Um, I'm sure your VO2 max today is better than what it was when we started, and mm-hmm. I, I suspect that you will have a lot more upside on top of that too. Yes. And have you done a weigh-in since you've gotten back or not yet? Oh, no, not yet. I do I do tomorrow morning. Do you think you gained weight, maintained, or lost weight when you traveled? Uh, no, I, 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 probably, I, think I probably did gain weight. Basically, that Sunday. Uh, we, uh, we went out to eat that Sunday, mm-hmm. so I, do, I, I probably definitely gained weight. <laughs> all right so wait a few days get 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 back into your program and i'm not saying you have to weigh yourself tomorrow when you're ready to weigh yourself weigh yourself yeah. you know what i mean do it when you feel lean 
and do it naked first thing out of bed after going to the bathroom like you've done before. And I don't care if yeah. you wait a week. I was just curious if you had done it. I know yeah. timing of when we weigh, weigh ourselves. Some people weigh ourselves all the time and some people never weigh themselves. And, you know, I, I understand I all sides. Usually I try to do it every morning just to be consistent. Uh, you know, just to see where I'm at. Well, see that I'm still, you know, where I'm at and stuff like that. I used to do that, well, every morning usually or every other, out of the week, at least like four times out of the week. Oh, have you still been doing it that much? I didn't think you had done it. I thought you were waiting a week or two usually these days. Um, no, nah, pretty much. Uh, well, 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 since I've been back, I ain't weigh myself every day, but usually I do. But since okay. I came back from Texas, I ain't do it. You know, every day it was every other day since I came back from Texas. What, what what kind of readings did you have when you got back? Oh wait, wait. Yeah. Uh, my readings was I was three twenty seven. Okay. 28. Yeah, okay, so two or three pounds after traveling, not bad at all. You can get it right off again. Got to get back on the program. And, you know, um, I mean, I think that before we started, you could have gained 10 or 15 pounds in, in a week or I could. I could gain. I think Jeff is the same way as me, too. I could gain 10 or 15 pounds in three or four days. I could, I could gain 10 pounds just thinking about food. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> I just gained 10 pounds this week. Jim Killen. Did, did you gain 10 pounds this week? You're breaking up a little bit, but you said you, you did gain 10 pounds this week? Oh, man. Well, we can't, we can't hear you, Jeff, but... Uh... Yeah. No, like I said, yeah, gaining 10 pounds, it's like, it'd be so easy to gain it. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm a big person, too. Not as big as you, but I'm big-boned, and so I can gain weight too fast. Uh, Shruti, great to, great to have you on. Uh, see you next week. So, um, Dwayne, what, what's the timing of when you're eating your breakfast? What time of day usually? Um, uh, I would say, cause usually in the morning, you know, I, I fast in the morning. So, um, my first party meal, like actual food would be like around 11. But, uh, in the morning, I might go to the gym, like I said. I can't work out on an empty stomach. Empty, empty stomach. That's junk hurt like crazy. Type work yeah. Out. Oh my God. So I eat like you know like uh, I make my fruit smoothie. I drink now in the morning. So what uh, time? What, what time are you first ingesting calories into your body? It's is it six a.m. Is it during your lift? When is it exactly? Approximately. I would say. Uh, let's see. So far. Seven. Seven. Great. Okay. Yeah, were, were you yeah. on when we were talking about eating before eight thirty? Say it again. Were you on when we were just talking about eating before 8.30 a.m.? There's a new study that came out that says good before 8.30 a.m.? Um, no, I wasn't on that one. Okay. Um, I'm Is glad you're eating earlier. Yeah, before 8.30 a.m. There was just some study that people had lower blood sugar levels, lower insulin levels, and would get diabetes, second type of diabetes, much less. Yeah. So, and it's kind of consistent with what I've seen. It's good to have some sort of meal uh, in the morning. I, I was well, interested. It was eight thirty a.m. I was mostly food. I would be like I said, the fruit smoothie. Uh, I drink that, but like you know, food. Like I said, oatmeal. I probably eat by until like all like food, solid food until like probably like eleven. And stuff. Yeah, well, so I think the smoothie counts, uh, particularly the smoothie yeah. you're eating, which is healthy. You're still putting an avocado in there. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's the only way I would eat it. Great. <laughs> and how's your mom doing? Is she following any of these things you're doing? Yeah, now she 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 uh she took out 
the uh you know with the almond milk we did before. She yeah. Uh, unsweet now. Yeah. yeah. Has she yeah, seen yeah. any results or any betterments in her health as a result of making a few changes? Yeah, she had lost some weight. Um, she did. Her blood, yeah, her blood pressure is going down. Really, just from that conversation we had. Yeah, they made you know they made you know I make I make the oatmeal for her too as well. So when I make mine, I make hers. Yeah. So uh, how much weight has she lost? Uh, I know the exact, I can ask her, but I don't know the exact amount. But she lost some some good much weight. She told me. She feel like good that. about that? Yeah. Great. Yeah, She's still good. doing the oatmeal? Yeah, I make it for, like I said, when I make mine, I make hers, you know, Great. Together, or at least prep the, um, you know, stuff for it, finish it, or, you know, how she want to do it. Great. So I had another article that I found that I think was interesting. Can I just uh, read a few things from that? Would that be interesting? Okay. Jeff, you all right with that? Yes. All right. So tweaks to your lifestyle can go a long way. A 2018 study from Harvard found that people who followed five habits, eating a healthy diet, which I call nutrition, exercising regularly, which I call exercise, keeping a healthy body weight, not drinking excessive amounts of alcohol and not smoking. So this study from Harvard found that people who follow five habits, eating a healthy diet, exercising regularly, keeping a healthy body weight, not drinking excess amounts of alcohol, and not smoking, increased life expectancy by up to 10 years. Then this article talks about some simple habits that you can add to your routine today to push back on the aging process. process. And I thought this was interesting. The first thing it talks about is taking care of your teeth. And it's interesting. I have uh, I have some people that I work with as a coach fill out a survey, and one of the questions I ask on there is, "Do you floss your teeth? Do you and how do you take care of your teeth?" Because there's evidence out there that if we don't floss and we don't take care of our teeth every day, that we can be more susceptible to heart disease because of the bacteria that lives between the teeth. So I floss my teeth every day, and I brush my teeth every day. You guys do that? Yeah, I brush my teeth twice, uh, one in the morning and. When I uh, at night. What about floss? Uh, floss. I don't floss every day. I floss like once in a while. All right. Well, this is about take care of your teeth. It says it may sound surprising, but there is a connection between your oral health, health, oral health, and aging. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Uh, and that is because of the bacteria. So, Jeff, you floss? Yes, I Good. floss. And I, um, I brush in the morning and sometimes in the middle of the day, definitely at night. Um, and it's funny because I have a pet peeve with my daughter about uh, brushing and flossing like crazy. <laughs> uh, that's really hard so. for kids. I know for uh, my 14 and 12 year olds. Um, second thing it talks about is a uh, second tip. It says stay active. From reducing inflammation to boosting the production of collagen cells, exercise benefits several aspects of your biology on a cellular level, which in turn affects how you age. Research has shown that people who have consistently high levels of activity have longer telomeres, which are the caps at the end of your chromosomes that shorten as you age. Adults with high physical activity levels defined as 30 minutes of exercise five days a week had telomeres that were nine years younger than those who are sedentary at 2017 uh, study found. And cardio exercise appears to have a more robust effect on aging than resistance or weight training. A 2018 study found that high intensity interval, also known as HIT training and endurance training, lengthens telomeres better than resistance training. So, Dwayne, this is, I see uh, 
people that exercise do cardio, don't do strength. And people that do strength don't do cardio. Both are so, so important, right? But if you ask me what should be the balance, I would say the cardio, and I've read so many things recently talk about the cardio should be the predominant one and more cardio than strength. Now, Dwayne, when we started, you were doing much less cardio. Now you're doing a lot more cardio. And so I think you have a great balance between cardio and strength. That's why you're losing weight uh, other than the other changes you made, like eating well. And now we both know that if you moved more and if you slept more, you would lose even more weight. And it's a marathon, not a sprint. You're going to get there, Dwayne. I feel it. And exercise muscles also have more mitochondria, which is often referred to as a powerhouse of the cell that generates most of its energy. This is key to aging because research shows that as you age, your mitochondrial quality and activity declines, which which is leads to the development of a wide range of age related diseases. It doesn't take much exercise to drive change. A 2013 study out of Harvard found that as little as 15 minutes of exercise every day increase, increase life expectancy by three years. And you guys probably heard me say this on this call. And I say it to people I coach all the time. If you can't get something in, get 15 minutes in, you know, and it's funny. I was having a conversation with my older daughter yesterday. If you remember before I had my gallbladder tumor and I had my gallbladder removed, I had a 500 day streak of exercise. I didn't, I don't count that every day, but I knew I had a long streak and I checked it. And it was 500 days. And I said to my daughter, what do you think the coolest thing about having a 500 day streak was? And by the way, I'm back up to like 110 days now since my surgery. I think I had three or four days off and I feel great. And I'm, I'm pretty much back to normal. I said, what do you think? What do you think is the coolest thing about having a 500 day streak? She's like, well, I don't know that you're exercising 500 days. I said, yeah, that's true. What else? Well, that you're dedicated and you're committed to getting your exercise in. Yeah, that's true. But that's not what I was thinking. You guys want to take a guess of what I think is the greatest thing, the greatest thing about having a 500 day streak? Um, 500 day streak. Uh, it's not because I like the number 500. No, I was going. I wasn't going to say that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is a badass um, number when you got 500 of them. Exactly right. That's a big number. So that's, <laughs> I had to think about it. Uh, it basically, it counts, uh, you know, being, being consistent or something. I don't know. Consistent is definitely one of them. That's not the one I'm thinking, but consistency is key. You want to take a guess, Jeff? Uh, no, nah, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So the coolest thing by far to me about five and a 500 day streak is the fact that I was able to exercise five exercise. I was healthy enough and not sick for 500 consecutive days such that I got at least 15 minutes of exercise. in. I do not, I have a rule. I do not exercise if I'm sick. I do not exercise if I had a fever. That means that I did not have a fever for 500 days in a row. Now, if I have a mild cold and it's a head cold and I don't feel fatigued and I just feel it in my head, I may go out and do a 15 minute brisk walk or something because I feel better. That's the only time you feel better when you have a cold, right? But um, that's the coolest thing about having a 500 day streak is it means I wasn't sick for 500 days. And you weren't injured. And you weren't injured. Jeff, and right? I was there not was injured. That was That's right. And my 500 day streak, great, great call. I'm going to use that because, uh, you know, I, you, you guys probably don't know this. You might know this, Jeff, but Dwayne, you don't know this. I broke my foot. I got a Jones fracture in my foot a few years ago. I've had reconstructive surgery in my foot and ankle. So I've been on that knee scooter a lot in the last number of years. And I haven't been back on that knee scooter for 
now at least two or three years and I'm running every day pretty much right now, or I'm walking up and down stairs, you know, because I'm trying to follow the pillars. And I know that if I follow the pillars and do the right exercise that uh, I feel better and that my telomeres are longer. It's interesting in New York state. I did, there is a group that you can send some stuff off to and they will measure your telomeres. Um, and, but New York state was exempted from that because they, they weren't uh, I guess they, legally hadn't approved that test or whatever. So I never got it done. I actually think a better measurement of our overall cardio fitness is our VO2 max, which is cardiorespiratory fitness. Dwayne, that's why I want you to measure it because that there is a direct correlation between our overall cardio respiratory fitness or our VO2 max and our overall health and uh, how long we're going to live. So, and by the way, if the, if the VO2 max is bad or the CRP is bad, cardiorespiratory fitness, CRF is bad. There are ways to get it up. Any other questions on that before I get a few, a few other things. The next thing was, uh, go ahead, Dwayne. Nope. I said, no, no, I said, no, you can go to the next one. The next thing is get good sleep. Shocker. You hear me talk about sleep all the time. Sleep is like spring cleaning for your brain. During sleep, your brain essentially flushes out toxins, including some that are associated with Alzheimer's disease. But not sleeping too much is also important, just as important as getting enough sleep, in fact. System, uh, reviews of research on sleep and mortality have shown that getting less than seven hours of sleep Getting less than seven or eight hours of sleep is associated with an increased chance of death, but sleeping more than 11 hours a night is associated with even a larger increase. It's interesting because on my app, I measure sleep and I, that's the way I grade it because I've read this in so many places. I think if you get seven hours of sleep, that's great. If you get, I try and get at least seven, that's always my goal. Don't always get it. But you know, if I get in the seven to eight range, I feel great. Um, but I rarely can get more than eight. And they say that you can have a lot worse impacts on your health if you sleep more than 11 like this article says this says prioritize sleep hygiene sleep hygiene or habits that help you sleep better Dwayne I'm looking at you such as having consistent bedtime avoiding caffeine and alcohol before bed and removing electronics from your bedroom now Dwayne your problem is that you have a job that requires you to do all kinds of different things including night hours and that is much harder and I do know some people that get up really early and they do have yeah. to catch up on their sleep on the weekends. And I haven't seen a study that says, well, maybe you can sleep 11 hours because you only slept five hours before. But I do know that being on a circadian rhythm of sleep, going to bed at the same time and trying to get up at the same time is important. And I'm not going to stop bugging you because yeah. you'll lose much more weight if you slept more. No, like I said before, uh, that's why I do my training stuff early in the morning, just in case you know. If I work late, I can't get it in, you know, later on. I already got in my work done in the morning and stuff. So that's why I be going to the gym early in the morning a lot. I understand. You know, I coach many people where I have a seven-hour sleep rule. If you don't get seven hours, you don't get up early and exercise. If you're really serious, you're a professional athlete. The serious people follow that. Now, what does that mean? Well, if I'm going to get up at five or I'm going to get up at, uh, say, five, then I got to go to bed by ten. You know, and, and if I got monkey brain, then I got to force myself to go to bed by 930, which means that I got to tire myself out more. This is you're you're young. What are you, 28? Yeah, I, this is a lifelong thing. I want you to hear in your head. You will have to do this or you are going to shorten your life at some point. I don't want that. And your weight's going to be too high. Right. So you want to do these things. And you when you're bought in truly and you truly are going to make the life changes lifestyle changes necessary to do that without excuses, then you're going to go to the next level. Then you're going to go to expert level. You're already like master level, right? Next is expert level. 
Angela. <laughs> and I'm sorry I'm being so direct, but I'm no. telling you, in all the yeah. years I've been doing this, sleep might be number one, might be the most important thing there is. No, I agree with you 100%. Remember, Harvard says if you sleep less than six hours a night, you quintuple your risk of death. Quintuple your risk. That's five times the risk of death from anything. Mm -hmm. You can crash your car. You can fall asleep when you're driving your car. You can get sick a lot more. Your insulin levels can go way up and you can catch diseases because your immune system is weak, weakened. You get, you know, all these different things. Yeah. What's your reaction, Jeff? Um, so I have been doing the sleep thing. I've been really conscious of it. And I've been getting around the eight hours. Like there were two nights I didn't sleep with my watch and it threw me off. And then I manually did it, but two times I didn't. So I'm with you on that. I do think that the 11 hours plus is an issue for people. Um, so I'm into the repair of, and, and I aim for eight. Um, so that's what I've been trying to get. So, and that's thanks to you. Otherwise I wouldn't be doing it. You know, I used to be able to like, eh, I can do with six. I can do with five. You know, I could do less than seven, but, um, since you and I have spoken the last couple of months, I've been consistently trying to get seven to eight. So thank you. And Good I do proud, feel better. Proud of you. And, and, and by the way, a lot of us feel like crap when we sleep more for a while. And I used to be that guy, particularly when I was an investment banker and I felt like crap. And I would say to people, I don't need to sleep more. I'm one of those guys and get by in five hours sleep and I could get by on it. Right. But when I really got over the hump and I started sleep more than seven hours, now I can never get by on it because I know how much better it feels to sleep more than less. It's glorious, but it takes anywhere from a week to a month to get over the hump. Yeah, but it's interesting, though. When I did the six days of Disney, I got to tell you, there were a couple of mornings where the alarm went off and I was like dead to the world. You know, I was like solid nine hours. You know, my you're, body's you're, like, you're resting. Your steps, I didn't see your steps charts for those, but they must have been, what, 20,000 steps a day? 15 to 20? You know, it's, uh, 15 to 20. I thought it would have been more um today There's a lot I'm of standing right around now. though that's the problem right you're waiting in those lines and so that's why it might have been 15 you know uh hey Dwayne, i don't know if you i'm going to share my screen can you see my share my, see my screen Dwayne, can you see my screen it's uh it's loading up oh yeah i can see it now all right. So this is an example of an email that I've been forcing, pushing to people that sign up for the email alerts. And this shows that your this shows your moving consistency dashboard and it gets sent to you at certain hours. So I have this sent to me like three times a day. We changed the top of this. So now you can see the steps at the top. You can see your exercise steps, your non-exercise steps and your total steps. Jeff, you see this right in the email now, which is pretty yeah. cool. And then really all I want people to do is I want people to look at this chart. I'm on my computer right now, not on my phone. It fits perfectly in my phone, right? But I want this to look mostly green uh, without without that much red. Um, we're working on something where you'll be, you know, if you really use this, then it'll get you up and move more. But um, you have been looking at this email, Jeff? I have, and it's funny, I'm looking at it right now um, for today, and it's really yeah. weird because I have orange from like nine to even i have i went forty four thousand i have six thousand steps and i'm orange why is that orange it's exercise oh, exercise all right so it wasn't real okay i got you so it wasn't green to be green so it was exercise right and then i went to the pool and i hung out so yeah so i have right now i have three green but and my movement score is only three and it's funny because you got me into this thing where i want to move and score one so i got that a couple of days and i'm like oh and then i look and i'm like oh i'm only a three i'm only a two i want to be a one so it's definitely motivating. Um, I just got to get more consistent. 
Yeah, it's interesting because I'm looking at your chart right now. 15,000 total steps. You got 11,000 exercise steps. So what did you do for exercise today? You know, I went for a brisk walk. I wanted to run. My legs have been tired. So I just figured. And then I got on a phone call. So it turned to be a brisk walk and not a run. Yeah, that I can see your heart rate was 88. So that was a brisk walk. If we look at how much time you actually were in the aerobic zone during that workout, yeah, you, you only had one minute above 102. So that was a brisk walk. <laughs> now, if you would have recorded that properly as a walk, it would not be showing up as exercise. I have an algorithm where it would show, based on your heart rate, it would show, it would show as uh, exer- or movement, not exercise. But you right. still have all those hours would still be green. The whole goal of this chart is to not have red hours. OK, so far today, you, you have three red hours, which is an MCS score of, of um, three. That is a great score for you, because by this time, most days that I've looked for you, that score is already eight, seven, eight, nine by the time of day yeah. you're at now. So I can see that you're working hard. You see those steps at the top of the screen. It can bifurcate your steps. You like that change? Yeah, all the way in the top it says exercise step eleven thousand. Yeah, non-exercise forty five hundred total fifteen. I love it. Yeah, because then you can just see what your steps are there. We're we're working on something where you'll be able to touch this screen and you'll be able to edit things directly here. And I and I'm also working on maybe changing three hundred steps to a couple other. Like maybe you could decide. You know what? I don't want three hundred. I want two hundred or I want two fifty. So I don't know if we can ex- execute that, but if we can do that. It's going to look even more green for you. <laughs> and then the other thing is when you get into it, you know, when I do, I, used to, I haven't done core work in a while, but it'd be interesting if you could score my core work for 10 minutes or five minutes or something like that. Yeah. Right. That's a, that's a little harder to do because it's, you know, it's like at least with all these steps that you have in front here and the score. It's it's absolute. We have enough algorithms now that we can interpret what you're doing. And we and again, yeah. I, all I really care about is. Um, not having too many red hours. I like your sleep here. You know, you slept until the eight o'clock hour somewhere. We'll give you the whole hour, even if you got up at eight Oh one, because we want you to get up slowly and don't want to have to rush. Oh, I got to get my 300 steps in that hour. Right. So look, this chart yep. looks great. looks like you slept somewhere into the eight hour and then you walked around for a while and then sat down and probably did some work and you've been moving the last three hours. So I'm, I'm loving this chart. I want to encourage you to keep doing it. Dwayne, you know, I'm going to look at you next, Dwayne. I don't know if you've signed up for any of these alerts yet, but these are the ones to get. I know we had done some other ones. I'd rather have you get these alerts. Okay. Because it will make you, it, it will force you to see how much red you have on that screen. And, and, and Jeff, uh, I got to go in like two minutes here, but Jeff, you had tons of red before we started really doing this. Tell me how your mindset has changed with that. And, you know, what, how do you think about it now versus the way you thought about it in the past? Now, like uh, it used to be, you maybe you made me do something where I would get an alert to drink water every hour, so that would get me go walk, right? But it didn't tell me how many steps I hadn't done or didn't do, right? And so by doing the email every hour, and I see only 142, I'm like, oh, I got to start moving, right? And you know, and and so that's what has kept me going is I can see that I'm not doing it, not being reminded just to do it. I'm seeing what I'm doing or I'm not doing to achieve that goal. So does that make sense? So if I only did, you know, 100 steps, I know I have to do 200 more. If I did 150, I got to do, you know, 150 more. If I did 200, I could do 100 more. So I now know what I need to do to get accomplish the goal. And I think that's helpful versus just like, oh, I got to go do 300 steps. Does that make I sense? Think, yeah, I think that's right. Dwayne, how have you been doing with your movement? 
Dwayne's like, I don't want to talk about that, Jim. <laughs> no, you're still there. How are you doing with your movement? Let's take a look and let's share it. So, uh, I'm liking your, I'm loving your chart today. Let me share this. This is, this is great stuff here. So, uh, okay. So we have pulled up Dwayne's screen. Um, in the podcast, you won't hear this, but looks like, uh, you have 12,000 total steps today. You have 8,796 exercise steps and 3,748 non-exercise steps. So the way I interpret this is, and no red. So your MCS score, movement consistency score, you want that to be as low as possible. Oh, Dwayne, you're is, kicking my ass, Dwayne. Is zero, although you haven't synced for a while. You need to sync your watch again. Uh, you haven't synced since 1.43 a.m. But uh, Dwayne, if you were to uh, sign up for these alerts, you would get this picture just sent to you at various points in the day. And if you're not doing well, you're like, uh oh, Jim's not going to like this. I'm going to get up and move. Or I don't like this even better. I'm going to get up and move. Yeah. Nah, because today, like I said, uh, the reason why I was able to get a lot of stuff today, because, uh, like I said, with my job, he wasn't really doing, doing a lot of work. So, as a matter of fact, if he's doing a lot of work, I'm going to go, you know, get some extra work in today. So. Uh, I got my, you know, look food session in. Oh, look at this. 58 minutes of elliptical, 135. You're definitely doing your heart rate lower. You're sticking to the program there. In the past, you were doing it much higher. You're going to lose more weight when you go easier. I think we've proven that. And then you yeah. did treadmill today for an hour. So you did one hour and 59 minutes, uh, one hour and 58 minutes of aerobic workout today. <laughs> Great. I'm very proud of you for that. And then I, what I want to see you do is continue to move like you're doing. I used to think, oh, you got to exercise and you got to get 10,000 steps. I don't think that way anymore. Power, I'd much ra- no. I, I, we can hear you. Uh, I would right. much rather have you have the exercise you had today and more greens on this chart, even if you had 7,000 steps. I think 7,000, 7,500 7, non-exercise steps is good, right? So – I don't know what you have because you haven't synced your watch in a while, but when you sync it, we can, you can look again. That's the goal. Let's see. Do you have, you can see my screen here. Let's see here. Movement alerts. We don't have any turned on. Should we turn them on or am I pressuring you? (laughs) All right. Let's turn them on for you and let's turn them on for 9 a.m. 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. Three times a day. How's that? Okay, so that's what I'll be getting alerts and stuff? Yeah, and I'm going to put it exactly on the hour, okay? okay? So this is meant to just show you how – actually, I'm going, to, I'm going to do it at 15 minutes after the hour. So at 9.15, 2.15 oh, – and i got to set it. Sorry, I gotta, I'm in a different time zone than you. So um, it's going to be – it's going to be – you're going to get something at 9.15 a.m. You're going to get something at 2.15 p.m. And you're going to get something at 10.15 p.m. And it's just going to send you that chart that movement consistency chart so you can see how you're doing. And I just want you to say it all comes down to whether or not you believe that the tenant and the concept that we should move more and, and, and that is healthier for us. And if one believes that theory, tenant, whatever you want to call it, and then one can be made accountable by that simple email, then one can say, whatever, Jim, I don't believe that. I don't agree with it. I don't care. Or one can say, you know what? I got too much red here. I want you to have six or less red hours a day. When I checked today, you had zero. Very proud of you. Jeff only has three. Before Jeff started getting these emails, that thing would be 11 to 13 every day. Jeff? <laughs> yep, they were. Yes. 
So you're yeah, doing better. Only, that, they were horrible. You're now, doing better. <laughs> now, when you start getting these, Duane, we can always change the time. All right. Uh, or we can only give you one a day. I, I think three a day is a good way to start. You can see how you're doing in the morning. You can. I think you're gonna be doing great when you get that morning one. I think by midday, you might be doing great, or maybe you have two or three red hours. And if you're like, oh no, I got two or three red hours by two fifteen. I only get three. Jim says I only get three more red hours, so I got to at least move some of my hours. That's my goal. I want your behavior to change. Okay. Okay. Am I too direct? No, I, I agree with you 100. Uh, I understand the concept of everything. Yeah, I definitely got to move more. Uh, well, move more. Okay. All right. It's all good. Listen, guys, I got to run. Anything else? Yeah. No, this is great. Thank you, Jim. See you next week. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. All right, Dwayne. Congrats. Keep up the great work, buddy. Yeah, Keep Dwayne. If work, you got Dwayne. any pictures, man, I would love some pictures and videos. You get them yet? Oh, uh, actually, I got some pictures. Uh, I still got to put my video together. I can send you some pictures. Send them. Send them. Let's see it. All right. Stay well, guys. See you next week. All right. All right. Bye-bye. See you. Bye.